I'll come back. 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 I feel like we're Futurama Bender units. When I was like, "What's your what's your designation number?" Oh, it's it's at sixty seven. Oh, I'm sixty eight. We're brothers. B E N D E R Bender. You're in like, the right place. You're in the right place. Didn't they also have like uh, designated assembler numbers? You know. Yeah. Or, put them together, and Bender's was number yeah, five, yeah. and it turned out to be the black dude. The black dude. You mean? Hermes Conrad! You have a name there? You have a name there, Rav? Hermes? Okay. I wish I could remember, but no, he's the nerdy black dude that hangs out in their, hangs out in their freaking garage. Well, he's, <laughs> a, he's a bureaucrat who handles the paperwork. Oh. You never get his mad with that. He doesn't just The only one who hangs out there is Scruffy. The also, I'm not even sure he's really an employee. I'm pretty sure that he's like a licensed bureaucrat from the central bureaucracy who happens to just be sort of contracted to them or something. Hmm. We went. He went it's to his office at one point before I've he watched, got fired. It's been years so. since I've watched that show. My manwich! Oh, for God's sake. Realized something. We've been ranting about Hermes live in front of people, haven't we, Milk? <laughs> oh. Are we? Hello, oh, the internet! <laughs> Alright, let me grab my wine and let's do this shit. Alright, let's do this thing where I do the, the countdown. Alright. Five, four... Three, two, one. Hello, and welcome to the Barcast. The bar gets lower every week. This week, your bartenders for this evening will be a non-pencil. A much small pick. I'm not crying. You're crying. Enigmatic otaku. It's, it's cry. I don't know what. Milk. Uh... Ravage. Men don't cry. And I'm drinking straight spiced rum. This week we have a very special guest that has been voted by many of you, including someone who wrote My Little Dashy. We have Saddle Soap Opera. Good evening, everybody. Hello, faceless multitudes of the internet. I'm Saddle Soap Opera. Saddle, it's good to have you on. Uh, for Are those who are candy? for the first time, welcome. Um, the Barcast is a uh, brony personality interview podcast where you vote for the guest, and then you also ask the questions, and then we make them miserable for two hours by asking them all the questions. Um, just like every other week, we have a drinking word, and it is symbolism! That was exciting. Very highbrow. Um, of course, uh, we are also streaming this live on Twitch right now. Uh, so if you so happen to be watching us as we commit this felony of a podcast, um, you can ask our guests questions through there. And they will be uh, checked out by the lovely Anon Pencil. Pencil, what's an example of a question you want to ask our guests? I have to answer right fucking now because the, the, the chat is asking me. And that's, hey guys, who wrote My Little Dashing? Oh, oh that's an explosion. Yeah, I'm pretty sure, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was a pen stroke. I think. That's true, yeah, I can say. Maybe oh, Abyss, I, mean, I don't know. He has the most followers on Fim Fiction for a reason. No, wait, I think it was Rob Cakron 53. The three girl Dashney! Oh my god! Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> okay, for the longest time, I thought it was Rob Cakron 69. 
Now we've done that. Uh, if you are You've on done that with Rob Cagran. Anyway, now that we are on the uh, chat subject, if someone asks a question, I will ask it. If you start asking things like, because we don't do politics, we don't do religion, we don't mention ages here. If you ask anything about that, or if our guest starts to talk about anything like that, I will shut that shit down so fast. I, I will be faster than PETA kills their rescue dogs, okay? <laughs> Zing! Oh, but if all abuse count as politics? Shit, man! I just—I broke my own rule in like the same sentence. Okay, I'm done. That's that's what we're doing. Let's do this. Too much Malbec. So let's jump straight into some actual interview questions. Okay. Before we jump into okay. the shit show. Sorry. Who are you, and what have you done for the fan? Well, I'm a uh, brony fanfic author, for the most part, represented by a charming purple unicorn, and I'm probably most known for, early on, the pony psychology uh, stories that were eventually assembled into the one umbrella fic, uh, Secrets and Lies, the sequel to that, after that, uh, History Repeats, one of the predominant fics featuring the infamous G1 character Megan the Human. And uh, most recently, there's things like Hell on Wheels, uh, A New Age. Um, yeah, it, it's about a, about a dozen fics, all of which have been well-regarded, featured on Equestria Daily. I've done some paneling on uh, one or two of the conventions and generally made the most of my mediocre popularity. Well, look at Mr. Popular over here. Jeez. All right. Number <laughs> Why two. don't you do a backflip for us, Mr. Popular? <laughs> how did you get into the fandom actually funnily enough uh it was i remember this it was a specific youtube video it was the uh ponified uh, starcraft 2 trailer and what struck me about that was just that they seem to have footage for everything like i was just like oh they made a new model of pony and then i keep watching and you got somebody being all like tell me why i shouldn't kill you right now and the character plausibly was saying that. I'm just like, what's with all these angry faces? You know, where, where's all this drama and action and, like, explosions and diving and everything? You know, it's just like, this isn't what I remember. Because uh, I do recall the old, I do recall G1. I've seen G1. And it was just like, it almost harkened back to that. Whereas previously, I mean, I'm, I'm sure people in the fandom are aware of how distorted and, uh, well, just, just, yeah. What, what became of Pwn in between G1 and now. So it seemed like such a huge jump back to the previous kind of action theme stuff that I got curious. I started watching, and uh, the rest is pretty much history. By the time I submitted some fanfics and other such, I got reached out to to sit in with uh, Cantalot Gardens in 2012. And so I got to meet a bunch of other uh, uh, brony writers and other such like that. That's when I got acquainted with, uh, you know, what's his name? Who wrote My Little Dashie with Patrick Poltergeist. Hey, Patches! And uh, since then, become familiar with uh, Autumn Wynn, Cthulhuigi, and a whole bunch of other great uh, users there. Oh, and of course, the, uh, the infamous RB-47, who led me right into the whole convention thing. And... Uh, as well as organizing a few of those fic vaults. He's done some fantastic fic work of his own. Everybody should encourage him to do more. So that's, by then, it was like, yeah, by the time I'd done a little of the, of the fic writing and, and gotten in touch with some folks, uh, just, just the pact was sealed. Perfect. In that case, then, uh, next question. What would you say is your favorite part of this fandom, the online community? 
the fanfics convention. Hmm. I would say that rather than a particular sort of branch of the fandom, it's the interactivity of the fandom, right? Like the fact that you see comics based on fanfics, based on fan games, but you know, like you, you got all this stuff that just sort of builds and builds and, and like fanon ideas that everybody thinks is, you know, is, is a good idea or is adorable or whatever like that just gets sort of absorbed. I mean, look at uh, Derpy for example, who is, who is basically now, you know, pulled a Harley Quinn and kind of reversed her way into the show. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the same way, the same way she went from the tune into the, into the actual comics, so the same way she, you know, Derpy was basically just written by the fandom. <laughs> but yeah, it's, that's what I'd say is really great about this fandom. It's the interaction. It's, it's that mingling of the different categories. All right. And then number four, if there's one thing that you could say to followers, or your haters, what would it be? One thing that I could say? Yeah. Huh. Symbolism. <laughs> Fair enough. Excellent. I'm drinking. It's fine. Uh, and last but not least, we're breaking every rule we just said. We're, we're going in balls deep. Final interview question before we jump into the users for political. Who is it fuck? All right, did he, uh, did he die? Okay, so everyone is back. He's back. Freeze, say it again quickly. Who is best pony? Mm. Mm. I'd say that's not a that's not a static thing. That it's 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 a sort of position. It's a title. It's almost like there's a never-ending polls going up and down or whatever like that. It's um it's too broad a question to give a single answer to. Myself, I'm quite partial to Twilight. I like Rarity, but um, Best Pony is like of the the the. It's almost like Employee of the Month or something, in my opinion. It it comes and it goes with recent content, with recent episodes, with like sort of the flavor of the time. It is it is a state of mind. Hmm. That is just as non-committal as I. That actually, that's probably the most non-committal answer we've gotten to "Who's Best Pony Ever." That's fine. I, I do wow. prefer the answer. I think that was given to us by Angela, which was "I am." That was <laughs> that, that was my second choice. That was my second choice. But I, I only just got here, so you gotta. I'm gonna wait until people get drunker before I get that arrogant. What is a pony? But a miserable pile of secrets. You know, right. I like to I like to think that when they get Pony of the Month thing, you know, best pony, they get like a poorly faxed uh, piece of paper that says congratulations. Yeah, like a hand a hand penciled in like like certificate like from grade school. Not exactly. even that. Just a post-it a little, note. A post-it note. <laughs> it, has, it has one of those big cookies like stapled to it. There's like, probably a website, but I mean, equestrian technology is pretty backwards, so it's one of those like really clunky, like GeoCities type websites. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. Moving on. All right. Uh, now we're going to go into some questions uh, from the actual chat. So uh, we're starting with Tony Montana, who starts by saying, What is your favorite opera? I'm going to go with Repo the Genetic Opera. 
You had so many to choose from, and that's the one you chose. <laughs> I mean, I'm not mad. I'm just. Well, it's good. It's good. It's got Nivek Ogre in it. It's, it's got all sorts of fun stuff. It was enjoyable. And it had Giles from Buffy tearing a human being's spinal column out. Come on. <laughs> I mean... How many operas have that? Like, less than a dozen. I mean, you've got a thankless job. I get it. And someone's <laughs> got to do it. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> Fanfic comes in a little website. <laughs> little website. A little website? A little website. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Uh, it goes to the little website like a like some faggotry. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, everybody. No. How did I know that everybody would be familiar with Repo? That's excellent. All right. Okay. Uh, next question. How can a day be black? Hmm. Not sure I catch the reference. That's an interesting one. Although, uh, usually, from what I've seen, when people talk about something being a black day, all you really need is, like, uh, a tragedy of some sort. So it'd just be, I don't know, like, bomb a school or something. Not an endorsement. All right. Next question. Uh, Turkey. Did we name a bird after a country or a country after a bird? I think it's a country, uh, it, it's a bird after a country, because elsewhere they call it named after other countries, like in French, d'Inde is as in de and as in from India. They call it, they call it the Indian bird, and, and other such like that. Other, other places call it as a, a bird from India, a bird from other places. So it's, it's the bird named after the country, not the other way around. All right. If someone quits cold turkey, does that mean that they will only eat hot turkey now? Only if they quit cold turkey, cold turkey. I'm so happy. So it's frozen at that point. No, no, like, that's the correct answer. <laughs> Objectively. All right, now for everyone, apparently. But, we'll, of course, we'll start with Saddle Soap Opera, because that's how this works. Uh, we have a fuck Mary kill situation on our hands. Again. Yes. I don't know how this keeps happening to us. We have to choose between a pumpkin pie, a pecan pie, and a mincemeat pie. But, Saddle, but, but, go. but, but, hold on, but, priest, you're forgetting one very important thing. All right, because here on the Barcast, killing yourself is always an option. Those <laughs> options, you can just kill yourself. Don't actually kill yourself, please. We don't want you to die. No one wants anyone to please, die. Please don't kill yourself. Yeah, disclaimer, please don't actually kill yourself. But, Saddle Soap, what is it? Are you going to kill yourself? I mean, uh, uh, or fuck Mary, kill some pies. Uh, are, are we taking these as relatives of, of the pie clan? Is, is that how this is meant to be interpreted? Or are we, are we I hope about... so. I thought we were going American pie, like, balls deep into an actual pie. Yeah, I, was, I wasn't sure which was intended there, because that, that would depend. I mean, because mincemeat pie got in a lot of trouble with the law, I would imagine. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so you'd probably, you'd probably okay. want to kill, kill mincemeat pie before, before they kill you, I would say. And, and then the fucking Mary? Well, pumpkin pie usually already is full, is, is got cream all over it. So you could probably go fuck there and then and then marry a pecan, cause uh, you know you should you should stick with whoever you find that is nuts. 
Aww. <laughs> you know, all how I'm, did you make that all, nice? All you know, all I'm wondering from looking at these options is where's Pinkie Pie? Uh, she's waiting to eat the remains of the of the discussion. Gross. This is reminding me of the pie episode they recently had. Yeah, that got really spumco in places. I, I can't say, you know, like, the, the, the art lift has been incredible in, in recent seasons, but I wish they'd lay off the spumco face, all this Ren and Stimpy crap they keep doing. It's, mm -hmm. it's, it's not as if it's not fun or whatever, but it's, it's just not their thing, and it feels forced. Yeah. Nah, I think, honestly, it's all the... The plot is forced. I mean, oh, let's write a show for forced, little forced kids. plot sounds uncomfortable. I'm pretty uh, like sure the, it like is. the back of a Volkswagen. <laughs> yes. yes. All right, Animal we have man. to answer these guys. We have to answer these questions. All um, right. So I'll fire off real quick since I know what I'm doing. Go. Um, Mary pumpkin pie because I want that the rest of my life. Uh, fuck uh, mincemeat pie because I'm all about that meat. And uh, kill a pumpkin, kill, kill a pecan pie because I can definitely kill a pecan pie in one sitting. Anyway, yeah, oh. and throw it afterwards, I'm sure. Definitely. Um, marry pecan, fuck pumpkin, and kill mincemeat because I never had mincemeat, and I don't like the idea of sticky meat. <laughs> it's actually, it's actually like a sort of diced fruit and nut kind of thing going on, in spite of being yes. called that. Oh, so there's no, so there's no meat in it. There's no meat in mincemeat. No, it just looks like mincemeat. Sometimes it has venison, actually. Well, okay, yeah, if you're going to go with the, the sort of the current mincemeat rather than vintage, like, classy old school, the, yeah. Uh, uh, you don't like the Barber of Seville. You don't, you don't, like some, you don't want some meat in your mouth. Oh, it's because it's the worst pies in London! <laughs> <laughs> but next, next That's the Demon Barber of Fleet Street. The Barber of Seville is that other musical, the opera. I'm aware. Anyway, yeah, the one with Bugs Bunny growing flowers on Elmer's head. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, happy Thanksgiving. I guess we move on. The good oh, old other RB dash forty seven. It looks like, or who else is left? Actually, yeah. We have to ask uh, 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 Rav, and we have to ask Milk. Oh, and do it! Do it! Milk pies. Okay. Oh, milk pies. <laughs> I'm just gonna fuck every pie. <laughs> you know, I respect that. I respect milk. your pie fucking. Milk, you remind, me, you remind me of that guy from Scary Movie 2 with a little hand that he just shoves in all the pies. Hey, uh, Hanson was his name, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, that guy. Yeah, fuck the right. I'm, I'm sticking my dick in everything. Next. Alright, all so. Right. Kill mincemeat because I've never I've never had it so I don't know what it's like. Um, fuck the pecan pie and marry the pumpkin pie because I'll always get to fuck the pumpkin pie if I marry it. So yeah, and I only like a little bit of pecan pie every once in a while. So you know, a little bit so, of pie. So on you're the saying pie. you're saying yeah you're saying you're gonna cheat with the pecan pie is what you're saying. Pretty much yeah I mean because if I eat the whole fucking thing I'm just gonna throw up. So yeah, it's more sugar than I can handle. Let's move on to some questions now from Rainbow Dash 47. Uh, we have another fuck, Mary kill wait, 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 situation on. on our Chris, What? Did you answer the fuck question? Oh. All right, let's go. Um, <laughs> I would marry the pecan pie because pecan's my favorite, and I would fuck the pumpkin pie because I can only have a tryst with pumpkin every maybe like once or twice a year. 
I've never had a mincemeat pie, so because I don't know what it is, it naturally needs to be dead. That is the human way. <laughs> so, let's go to RB-47, who then poses a fuck, Mary kill situation to Saddle Soap. Mm-hmm. Uh, between Patches, Ouija, and Wendy. This is some of our uh, our fic writing pals here, Patrick Poltergeist, uh, Cthulhu Ouija, and Autumn Wind. Uh, in this case here, I think we'll go uh, with uh, Kill Wendy, because uh, we're both Canadian and there can be only one. Uh, I'll go with uh, Mary Patches, because we're practically fic married in this, in this sense already. We constantly uh, influence each other's writing. And we'll, for fuck, we'll go with Ouija, because I, I think Cthulhu Ouija would be a tender and considerate lover. Aww. All right. Now we're hitting you back again. Fuck, Mary kill between Mudhoof, Screwhead, and Buzzard. In case people are not familiar, this is a riff on the fact that we've had many a discussion about pony racial slurs. Mudhoof being Earth Pony, Screwhead being Unicorn, and Buzz, Buzzard being Pegasus. So, um... For that, I would say probably kill the buzzard because Pegasi seem the most fragile. You know, you want to take care of that. Uh, for Mary, go with the mudhoof because you're almost certain to get some standings and a large extended family out of that with an earth pony. And uh, fool around with the screw head because magic has all sorts of uh, filthy bedroom potential. <laughs> What's a racial slur for a bat pony? Oh, uh, you're assuming that anybody will even talk about them. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> anyway. I like that we can be racist against fictional characters, and we can't get racist <laughs> against actual Man. people. Man, All right. I hate, Moving you know on. what I hate? You know what I hate? Ewoks. Moving on! Ewoks. <laughs> Fuck your Ewoks! Moving on. Okay. Um, do you think good cover art or a good description is more important to sell your, to sell your fic to the masses. To shill your fic to the, I, right, in this case, it. it's it's something. Um, it's it's almost like talking about the smell or taste of food kind of thing, where it's like you kind of you have to have both, just in the sense that they play different roles. You know, from a media perspective, people will see the picture first, and if you either don't have one or if you have something amateurish or clumsy, they may not even read uh, the description. But at the same time, if you have some fancy piece of art and then your description is gibberish or poorly written or whatever, you, it's a second chance to completely turn off the reader. Like, if you want a guarantee to hook your people into even getting to your first line, you need a description that's clear and engaging. You need to catch them and you need to get them reading that description with uh, some appropriate and interesting That's true. Um, but the other thing that I want to add is that actually there was a statistical study done on this uh, oh, okay, by okay. Uh, Bad Horse. Mm. He downloaded the entire uh, archive of pony stories and then ran them through some massive number cruncher. And statistically, um, the top 98% of highest rated and highest viewed stories all have a cover art. Whereas all of the like the bottom half of all stories that don't get views or ratings don't have a cover art. So statistically, yeah. you are shooting yourself in the foot by not putting a cover art. Yeah, like like, like I said, it's, you it's, can the, have it's it. the foot in the door. It's the foot in the door, yeah. Yeah. Whereas a description 
you can have an eight word description and then all of a sudden earn 32,000 words because you had a sec or 32,000 reads because you had a sexy picture picture of Ember. So, or because you wrote my little dashy. Yeah. <laughs> or or that, you know. You know, you know who wrote my little dashy? Who? I, I think it was awesome? actually RB-47, wasn't it? I thought it was Mr. Numbers. Mm, there were some numbers involved. I'm pretty sure there's numbers involved. Milk. Ah, oh, milk, milk. I think it was Professor milk. Professor uh, in, in the conservatory with the candlestick? Guys, it was 90. <laughs> well, well, I, built the site, I built the site to post my little dashy. <laughs> I got a little secret for y'all. It was me! <laughs> it was me, Tio. Anyway, sorry. I am sorry. <laughs> oh my god, we're 24 minutes deep. Let's go. Um, what G1 <laughs> stuff ought to show up in Friendship is Magic? They've done a pretty good job so far. Uh, you know, the Smooze and T-Rex and other stuff. But now that they've teased him, I want Grogard, damn it. They've, they've established that he exists in this canon. Because of that storybook that Twilight was reading to the Little Foles. So I want to see some presence somehow from uh, Grogar, and there's there's even cause to start reaching back to the past uh, now as well because of the pillars being around. So I want to see Grogar. All right. I purple Who smooth. Is, That's all. Who is the worst pony, and why is it Starlight Glimmer? <laughs> <laughs> We've had a lot of talks about this about Starlight. The big problem with Starlight, I find, is that she hasn't repented the way Sunset Shimmer did, the way a lot of the characters have. Like, even Discord has become more aware of the wrongness of his actions. Even if he can't shake his shitty behavior, you know, even if he's still awfully selfish and everything, he at least became aware of doing hurt. Whereas with Starlight, it's like she's a sociopath or something, right? Like, she's, she's trying to be good and she's doing this friendship stuff. But she doesn't seem to understand that violating other people's agency and controlling their minds, like, casually, and other stuff. Like, when she apologized about dominating the entire main six apart from uh, Twilight and other such like that, just, just causing all this mayhem, it was more like, oh, I'm sorry that my mind control spell caused such a mess, you know, as opposed to, I'm sorry for mind raping everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty big deal. It's that's the problem is I, I don't think she's actually become aware that what she keeps doing is wrong. Like she I hasn't really had a that. moment of clarity where she needs to repent and apologize and like make make amends or other stuff. She's just like, "Oh, I'm good now, so I guess I'll stop doing evil quite as often." <laughs> you know? Well, I mean, you I'm... look at the you look at the episode of her and Trixie with the whole freaking teacup thing. And she's making the little anger cloud that she's shoving in a bottle, and then, oh no, it gets loose and mind rapes other people. Yeah, cause it causes parties. a rage plague. <laughs> yeah, she wasn't even she wasn't even upset that it, that happened to them. She was just upset that she did that with her anger, that she didn't say what was on her mind. Yeah, she it's, it is complete, it's still a completely selfish. Home. Yeah, it's a completely selfish approach. Right? Yeah, where she's like, but you know. Yeah, it's it, it's a case where she just she either needs to turn evil again, like to decide she just can't do this, or to actually like repent, to really be contrite about all this awful crap she keeps doing. 
Mm-hmm. You mean for her to say she's sorry and actually mean it and not just say, like, a token, oh, I'm sorry. Well, to acknowledge what she's done in that respect, yeah, to be like, you know, uh, you know, other ponies consent matters. <laughs> like, <laughs> but yeah, that's that's what I'd say, is, is that she's basically been a karma Houdini, and it's, it's really the problem with the character. She keeps getting all this screen time, and it's just like, you haven't earned this by redeeming yourself, right? Like, especially compared to Sunset, who gets the same... <laughs> you were evil uh treatment but who also was down in a ditch sobbing and dirty you know at the end of being defeated and everything right like she she really hit rock bottom you know yeah. it's 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 sort of like the whole show is a set of a live action of a live tv show and and starlight is banging the writer behind the stage yeah it, it does feel a little <laughs> awkward that you know we finally got a luna and celestia episode that actually right there i could that we got a luna and celestia episode and starlight kept eating up airtime Mm-hmm. Thank and you. That right there is is enough. <laughs> you know, all the rest of that is just gravy. Like, I read somewhere someone on Fimfic created this huge argument about how um, Starlight Glimmer needs to be taken out of the show because what she did against Luna and Celestia is treason. And, uh, yeah. I mean, it depends you, on how honestly, strict. I think it was a case of like taking the show a bit too seriously. But <laughs> I mean, well, there was some hmm. truth in that argument. It depends on how strict they are about assailing the crown, but considering the way that the cakes behaved when Celestia visited, it's pretty obvious she's being given enormous latitude because of Twilight's go-ahead. For all I know, she might be considered in protective custody of Princess Twilight. I'd, I'd love to see a thing where she tries to move away or tries to go on a long trip or something, they're all like, yeah, you, you, you can't do that. So, so if you're friends with royalty, you have diplomatic immunity. No, it's more like twi- Twilight. Twilight is her, her, like, her ankle bracelet. Shit. Okay, but remember, Rainbow Dash did, like, industrial sabotage and did not see a lick of jail. Well, yeah, but she's a jock, though. She's, like, a popular athlete, and you know how they are with with getting away with stuff. Hmm. Fair, fair. Anyway, uh, we got a lot of of questions. Let's see. Now we're going to RK Striker, JK5, who asks, what's your favorite non-MLP franchise? That is a hugely difficult question to ask, because even if I stuck to cartoons, there's a ton of really great stuff out there. Um, recently, though, for something that I would just direct everybody to, just because its execution is as close to perfect as anything I've seen lately, and it's in the same vein, I would say check out the new DuckTales. It is a masterpiece. <gasps> yes, it is! Ooh. Okay, sorry. Yes, I agree. I agree emphatically. Yeah, like, I remember the old one, and it's basically, it it is the kind of reboot you would want to see, where they took everything that worked about the old one, while quietly brushing off all the things that were a little iffy, and just putting in new stuff that both lined up, and that improved what was there. Like, they seriously pulled it out of the bin, polished it, and put it back up on the shelf. (laughs) Like, it's... it's like, oh, yeah, I agree, I agree. I mean, even even David Tennant, uh, the, how high and, and, like, thin a voice he has compared to how gravelly and gruff the old Scrooge was, I wasn't sure, but he grew on me rapidly. You know, for all that, it was yes. really nicely done. As someone who's never watched any DuckTales, I'll add it to my list. Oh, yeah, big thumbs up. Excellent stuff. Oh, moving on. Number two, have you ever done anything for non-MLP franchises? Uh, if we're talking, like, fan work or whatever, I did actually write a uh, Steven Universe fanfic, which can be found under Salisop Opera on uh, Archive of Our Own. Sweet. 
Number three, what is your favorite soap opera? I would say uh, WWE. All right. Now we're going to Not Enough Coffee, who oh, asks, boy. number one, you're an inch in your mom, and your dad's an inch in you. Which way do you go to get out, forwards or backwards? Well, there's an obvious answer uh, here that doesn't seem to be mentioned, and that's twist. You rotate at the hips, and everything comes out. Well, there's also another answer, and that's kill yourself. Number two, chicks or dicks? Uh, chicks. See, there was a very clear flaw with this question, in which, why not both? Yeah, well, yeah, you could you could you could have compromised. I, I, didn't, I didn't see Futanari on the list, so. All right, number three. Right, so you have go. you have recently died, and you are now at the pearly gates. You are told to enter, but first you must choose between one of these two options. The gatekeeper asks, "Would you rather drink a cup of your mom's period blood or a cup of your dad's sperm?" This should be one where I would opt for re-kill myself. <laughs> you, you gotta go with that as, as a mortal sin in hell where apparently people are less gross. <laughs> Heaven, heaven's got too much time on its hands without any sinning to get to, I guess. Um, okay. Now we're going to the illustrious Lisey Claire, who starts by asking, who is best human? Oh, interesting question from a fine brony. Um, obviously, especially because of the fix I've written and other such, I'm gonna say Megan. Alright. How did you come up with the genius that is History Repeats? This is for the uninitiated, the, the poor, miserable masses who have not read my stuff. Uh, one of my larger and more popular fix that merges G1 with, uh, with the main continuity. I would say uh, the, the real sort of motivation there was just the fact that I was familiar with G1, and the more they seem to be reaching back to history, and, and the more the impression seemed to be that uh, G1 happened, or the G1 characters were ancient historical figures before Celestia and Luna in the same universe. Uh, it was that mixed with the one XKCD strip about the person coming back from their magical journey and realizing that now everyone's going to think they're crazy. And both of those aspects got me thinking where it's just like, well, it's been centuries, maybe there's some time frippery going on or whatever, but it was the real question like, so what happens to Megan after all this traumatic, chaotic, crazy stuff with ponies saving this, this colorful world over and over and over again? You know, what sort of grown-up does she end up like back in the real world? And it just sort of went from there, where it's like, okay, well, I guess we need a threat worth bringing Megan back for. And it all just sort of snowballed from there. All right. Now then. I will say, by the way, if you are interested in that story, guys, it's been added to the barcast under highlighted stories by our guests. So you can go and read it, and I recommend you do. Enjoy. Last but not least, from Lisa Claire, what more can we expect from the author formerly known as Saddle Soap Opera? I was never known as that as Saddle Soap Opera. Keep up. <laughs> um, Sorry, man, I'm drinking here. <laughs> continue. It's, it's, all, it's all a rich tapestry. Metaphor. Simile. Symbolism. Oh, shit. Frank! 
Uh, you know how hard he was trying not to say Oprah? <laughs> saddle soap. soap Oprah! You get a saddle soap! You get a saddle <laughs> soap! You get a saddle <laughs> Um, I actually have constantly... Somewhere between six and a dozen fic ideas, some of which are a few thousand words in, some of which are a title page only. I, I actually start with the graphic for the cover, believe it or not, so that does, I guess, lend some credence to the idea that it's important. It's usually a brainstorming thing with me. Um, there's a lot of stuff potentially coming up. There's one that involves uh, Starlight interacting with Applejack. Uh, there's one dealing with... Um, I'm just trying to think what else is is going on here. There's actually one dealing with another uh, G1 figure, but a pony figure that, that sort of dates back to all of that, tying in with the fact that now that we've got these historical figures coming back, there's uh, there's a ton, and there's a lot of of um, fix that have been left to languish too. There was actually a crossover with Watership Down, uh, uh, pulling pulling things into oh. Angel's perspective. So from the Laypines. Oh shit. Oh, where they see Christ. where they see Celestia the Celestia and Luna as servants of Frith and like that. Jesus, all we'd need is like a, a Winona version of Plague Dogs, and then we'll just <laughs> that'll be the icing on the fucking cake. No, no, or Old Yeller. I mean, can Jack uh, even hold a shotgun? She can try. She or can hold she just, it with her mouth. Oh God, that's she just Kurt Cobain shit. Just, oh God, that's even does, worse. Does Applejack instead just get a club? Yeah, she just she's got to kick kick the dog to death. That's Merry Christmas, everybody. Dog is mad. You have to go shoot it. Look, granted, she's my friend. Like it would be the worst thing. <laughs> worst case scenario, because Applejack never held a gun before, she points it the wrong way. No, it would, it, for starters, it would be for starters, it would be Applebloom who would have to do this because it's one of these like it's one of these coming of age no, things. No, no, an old yeller. He has a younger, uh, he has a younger brother, I think, doesn't he? Yeah, but Applejack's practically adult. You know, you need, you need. Oh, this, this kid, this kid is like fifteen, so you know that's that's closer. And I mean, like, I guess, yeah, but it's it's just it's also, it's, also, it's, it's worse. It's just worse to have Applebloom do it. So. Winona's my dog, Granny. I'll do it. <laughs> So, yeah, and then she then she busts out she busts out like uh, Lucille, The Walking Dead, and it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, like, Applejack's like, why do I have to kill him? And Granny's like, well, you have to. We made Big Mac strangle his bird. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> and then they used a collar and put it back together like on Dumb and Dumber. <sighs> <laughs> they suffer and put make her like the dog from Scrubs. So anyway. <laughs> Moving on! We are never getting through this list. Holy it crap. It is time. Uh, hold on, let me have a sip of wine for this bullshit. Here we go. Mm. It's time for questions with Bylon! Alright. H- how does this, what? Bylon, now we have questions from our resident shit poster, Bylon. Alan will ask you some very uncomfortable Which, if you refresh, questions. she has outdone herself. Let's go. Tea or coffee? Tea or coffee? I would say tea. All right. Which story are you most proud of that you would like for every one of us to upvote? Out of all of those, uh, I would say History Repeats is probably some of my best stuff, I would say. And it is in the barcast. If you guys want to go read it, so you should read it. Mm-hmm. All right. 
Vylon behind door number one asks, if you were a food, what would you be and how would you like to be eaten? Huh. I would, uh, well, yeah, there's, I'm paralyzed by choice. There's, there's so many options. Can I interject? Hmm? Yes, yes. Dude. Yeah, by all means, go for it. You're going to get sucked off first. I'm not going chocolate. I'm not going chocolate. Uh, I would I would probably be a stack of pancakes and or waffles to go out uh, drowning in maple syrup, as is appropriate for any Canadian. No, I'd let just you be, be my cut. short stack. Gross. <laughs> All right, next question: a cheese whiz milkshake or a barbecue sauce fondue? Actually, barbecue sauce fondue sounds like an excellent way to make barbecue, so I'm going to go with that. Yes. How would an ideal night progress? Uh, the sun would set, the moon would rise, then set, then at the end, the sun would rise again. That's symbolic. Symbolism! <laughs> you are kind-hearted and always happy to help and give advice to writers. Should I take a knotted dildo or a barbed one? Are we talking like knotted like a canine or like tied in nuts? Yes. Just like a canine. Because it's knotted like a canine or barbed like a cat. Oh, I see. Yeah, you're probably going to get more benefit out of, out of knotted, I would imagine. People aren't really taking, built to take barbs, I would say. Who owns a vagina? I recommend knotted dildos because at least they have a smooth lump. Unless you are really, really into studded I mean, I, Barb might be fun and all, but only if you're really into pain and you have somebody who's willing to be a hardcore sadist with you. So, Bylon, I recommend the knotted one for solo play. Mm -hmm. Yay! Moving on. If you had had sex, have to have, had to have sex, man, with two people with a combined age of 20, what two ages would you choose? A pregnant 19-year-old also counts, but it will be me. Mm -hmm. mm. I don't want I choose my one. Anyway. <laughs> I mean, third trimester is okay, right? Be careful, though. <laughs> it depends on which, which participant you're talking about. Uh, it sounds just like some sort of crude come on from Vylon, uh, since that seems like the obvious choice. There being uh, 19 or 20 and effectively zero. Uh, but I'm still saying no. <laughs> All right. I'm flattered, but I have. I'm flattered, but I have to decline. All right. You are an orc, and your boyfriend has treated you to dinner at an expensive restaurant. Would you rather have a roasted fetus served in a mother's womb, or a fattened toddler beaten until very tender? I get the feeling that uh, roasting in the womb and other such like that, you'd either get uneven, be difficult to season. So I would imagine that the uh, the well, and the other part too, of course, is is beaten and fatty toddler would be nicely marbled and it would probably cook more juicy. So I would go with the toddler. Also, it's bigger. See, like the real question is like, is it going to be like covered in breadcrumbs and then lightly fried to get kind of like that chicken parm effect? 
Well, I mean, if it's beaten, you would expect it to be done like schnitzel, I would imagine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. we're talking about tender here or whatever. But either way, it's toddler versus fetus. So, I mean, come on. Like, you get what you pay for there. And toddler is just a bigger meal. Orcs, orcs have a big appetite and all that, too. So, you know. How much, how, much, how much mayonnaise do you put on human flesh? Well, I would probably have it on the side. I mean, you wouldn't want to get the breading all wet. Yeah, that's that's obviously the correct decision. Um, right. um, before we do anything else, I have to stop to like acknowledge something that I need to tell everyone. Guys, I understand you guys want to do walls of questions, and it's kind of fun and everything, and I actually really appreciate it. To like around 10. If you want to go a little over, that's fine. But if you post 50 fucking questions, I'm actually going to yell at you and not in the fun way. Okay. Yeah, I suppose we got to pick up the pace slightly here, because wow, there's some lists coming up. I see. Yeah, we were about halfway through the list, and then it changed. Will we see clop from you in the future? I don't think so. I I entertain slim hopes of eventually going professional with my. Uh, while I wouldn't mind my current fix being connected to my uh, my real life existence in that respect, I'd probably be pretty proud of my work. I want to make sure that it's stuff that you know, could be seen. <laughs> Pardon me for asking, but you've connected your your fix to your real life in some way? I, well, my point being, it's like if I ever became a pro author, people might uh, dig. Ah, uh, I see what you're saying. Uh, I, I feel you. I feel you on that. <laughs> yeah, I want to be, uh, be able to look back on this and uh, uh, be able to actually show people. So probably not. If it ever was, it would be some mysterious puppet account that would be unrelated. So you would never know. But entertain us with the idea. If you were to write a clop, what would the scenario be? Uh, actually, we were just discussing about this. Uh, one that I think would be fascinating would be uh, Starlight learning how the hell consent works. It would be pretty dark. <laughs> I don't know how to respond to this. So yes, you do. You had parents' night out. Where I don't know how to respond to this, so moving on. I feel like she wouldn't introduce the concept of a safety word either. She doesn't know Some why. Some for life has questions. Okay. <laughs> Number one, what's your favorite video game? Man, that is such a broad question. I've been gaming for a very long time. Um, I'm going to go sort of hipster-ish here for one of the first ones that really struck me as excellent, and that is probably very hard for people to find now, even on somewhere like Home of the Underdogs or such like that. I'm going to say Bad Mojo, which is an old-school video game about a um, con artist who is turned into a cockroach, and you have to, as a roach, as just a bug, navigate his crappy apartment above a bar and try to get to freedom or safety or transform back to your human self. So you can crawl on walls and everything, but you have very limited ability to interact with your environment, and even a smoldering cigarette butt or a creeping spider is a critical threat. So you have to be very sort of clever the way you approach things. Huh. That, that sounds, sounds a lot like, like that um, mosquito game where you suck blood out of people's boobies. What? That doesn't sound anything yeah. like it, but yes. Benzel, you don't know it? It's a real game. It's a Japanese game, too. I'm sure it's a Japanese game. Let's, let's move on. <laughs> All right, moving on. Uh, what is your favorite boss fight? That's, again, there's just so much to choose from. Uh, but uh, as a shout-out to my years with MMOs and everything, say Hogger. 
from World of Warcraft because he started out as just pathetic and he eventually became an actual dungeon boss. He's one of the only cases of a stupid low-level boss getting a promotion that I've ever seen. So good for him. All right, number three. Have you accepted Skeletor, the master of the universe, into your heart? Well, you're a bit late for that when it comes to sneering ineffectual because I've already thrown my lot in with Tweak and his efforts to turn buttermilk into gold! Oh. My. <laughs> sweet. Merciful horse god. <laughs> I'm, I'm assuming this is a Gen 1 thing. No, this is a reference to Teddy Ruxpin. A, a vintage <laughs> fantasy oh. thing. If if it came out now, it would be right among the ranks of Pwn and Steven Universe and these other huge fandom things because it had a crap load of world building, including. Actually, hmm? actually, actually there are modern versions of Teddy Ruxpin dolls. I've I've seen them. Oh yeah, but if they remade the tune, if they remade the tune now, I don't think they'd be ready for it. It was, it was a cartoon, and it's not okay. It's super not okay. <laughs> it, it sure was a thing. Especially the Gatangs were great. Number four. If I'm great, anyway. <laughs> you are in the Shire of Pwn. What business do you start? Uh, considering my sort of OC approach, I would probably go with a book bindery. I would, I would make books and write them. Huh. All right. Number five. I need to know for a friend. Do you know the Muffin Man? It, it depends. Are we talking about the Muffin Man who lives uh, on Drury Lane? I believe that's the same one, in fact, yes. I I don't think so. I mean, there was somebody I was familiar with, and she's married to the Muffin Man, but uh, no, we never met. All right. You know, they never, answer, they never answer why they're looking for the Muffin Man. I mean, what, what terrible deeds has he done that warrants a search for him? They want some fucking muffins! Muffins this, are fucking it's, important! It's from the perspective of Derpy. I like that a lot. That that actually changed the fucking muffin game. Hmm. Alright, number six. Where in the world is Carmen San Diego? Not singing it. You didn't I'm, sing it. I'm, that makes me sad. It's where in the world is Carmen San Diego. Wait, that's a show? Yes, uh, it is. Yes, it was a series oh, of video games you... by Bruderbund, and then later it was a television Crazy. show with all of its music performed by famous, extremely cringe-inducing a cappella band, Rockapella. Well, Even I knew that. From Kiev to Carolina, she's a sticky finger filter from Berlin down to Belize. She'll take you on a ride on a slow boat to China. Tell me where in the world is Farm in San Diego. <laughs> I used to have one of those games. It's actually pretty fun. Wasn't it? Wasn't the show like a geography quiz show? It was like a, yes, a, it was a so Jeopardy. Good. It was like a Jeopardy. Yeah, like on the spot quiz show for kids that involved uh, uh, yeah geographical stuff, and they would travel place to place, trying to play Clue, sort of to figure out uh, you know who stole what, and and then they'd have to apprehend them and uh, other the stuff. Warrant. The loot. The warrant. <laughs> Yeah, it was it was a whole thing back in the anyway, in the un, in the ungodly time known as the 1990s. I'm sorry, we're done now. We, we we're done being horrible 90s kids, I guess. <laughs> Number yeah, yeah. seven. Oh, come on, we gotta get that in sync going. We don't. That's me, motherfucker. This ain't no lie. Okay. <laughs> Moving on to the next part. Bye 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 bye. bye, bye.
Do you even praise, bro? I've actually never played Dark Souls, so uh, no. We're in the same boat. Now we're going to a question from the Short Skirts and Explosions, who asks, what the fly? Huh, such a deep question. Such a deep, nonsensical question. The, I suppose I would, I would answer a question like that with another question along the lines of, has anyone really been far even as decided to use even go want to do look more like? Oh you God! These stand. are stand. the questions. Next, <laughs> moving on to questions from some person called Patchwork Poltergeist, one of my favorite fic authors. Hello, so Patches. One of our favorites around here. She's also been subjected to uh, you, I think, hasn't she? Yep. Is Did it you break her, or is she one of the ones that lasted? Oh, she, I, I, I would, I would have sexual conversations with Patches, but you know, I think that would actually, I don't know, I don't know, man, but like it could happen anyway. Is it concrete jungles where dreams are made of? There's nothing you can't do, or concrete jungle where dreams are made of? There's nothing you can't do. This is a, a lyrics question, I think it is. Uh, I like the style of the first one, of the former. It, it's, it's classier, so I'm going to go for that one. I'm not sure if, if the delivery or if the lyric sheets back that up, but I, I prefer that reading. As someone who is completely ignorant, um, what is the context for this question? Uh, I think that's a Mountain Goats song, I think. I'm not, I'm not going uh, to go out on a super limb there, but if, if I remember correctly, I think that's the context of this. Ah. All right. Hey, remember that time you started writing Empty Nest and then decided to leave it on the side of the road to die in the snow, slowly starving to death as its ribs pushed in the sides of its skin to let a desperate heart thrum within a delicate birdcage of a body, and now yet it's even now it stares hollow-eyed upon an empty road with a desperate with a desperate whisper upon its lips of "Oh, saddles will be here soon, any time now." Even though it secretly has lost all hope that it might be completed someday. Uh, yes. <laughs> all right. Uh, uh, scale... I'm just, I'm just gonna give a little context there, and this, this is some guilt tripping because she really wanted me to finish this fic. It's uh, a fic about the sparkles and about how the fact that alicorns have taken all their babies, including their grandchild. Everybody's just alicorns, married to alicorns, become an alicorn, dragged away and taught by alicorns. Yeah. Alicorns, 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 and the two of them are gradually aging alone at home. <laughs> so sad. Yeah, that's hardball. Yeah, up. that sort of reminded me of this fic idea I had where uh, Twilight spent the day with Celestia when she was a foal, and then she, Twilight asked Celestia, when am I going home? And she never got a straight answer. <laughs> that's... That is pretty dark. But not... As dark as our next question, which I'm lying about, on a scale of Jigglypuff to One Punch Man, how hard would you bob Starlight Glimmer right in the nose? Uh, somewhere near the middle high of that scale, since that's apparently an extremely big scale. Alright. What about the bus? What about the bus? They, uh, are we talking the magic school bus? 
They remade that in the series is, is just no good. Okay. I think Why I might have missed, missed the reference. I'm, I'm, sure I'm, I'm sure I'm disappointing her. It's terrible. Why do people insist on putting pure milk in bags like a filthy heathen? <sighs> we need to talk about this. Okay, uh, I can um, actually, I, I can actually it. explain that, and it's because of the metric system. We're waiting. Well, when the metric system was first adopted, they were still using milk in those bottles, and it would have taken an extreme amount of effort to retrofit some of this machinery to take different sized bottles uh, in, in moving through the process and everything. It apparently would have been very difficult to rebuild all of these bottling factories and other stuff to accommodate these metric size designations. However, flexible plastic bags could be used in practically any, uh, you know, conveyor setup or other such. It was much easier to sort of put them in the appropriate setup. And uh, the bags could be shaped to any size comfortably and other such, and just make them a little taller to make them a little less wide or other such like that, as compared to the bottles and other such. So I'm told that the bags were adopted at about the same time as the metric system to save costs and also on things like recycling. They use a lot less packaging. But Fine. we need, no, we fucking need to talk about the fact that you guys get bags of milk, you snip off a corner, and then you put the whole fucking bag into a pitcher instead of pouring the milk into the pitcher and then using that. No, 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 no. You, you, put the bag, you put the bag in the pitcher and then you cut the end off. Because then all of the milk is exposed to oxygen instead of just the surface of the, the stuff in the bag. Pencil. Why don't you use a fucking carton where you can put a little coffee cap on the top? That's for chocolate milk and cream. What's wrong with you people? Pencil, was your pencil were your parents killed in a dark alley by a bag of milk? I so much. so much because I hate it so much. I love so much about Canada, but I hate their bagged milk. How, how's that Malbec? How's that Malbec sitting with you? Can you say a magic word for me and it'll help? Symbolism. <laughs> that's actually I could answer that. That's that's what's up with the with the, uh, the milk and bags. Symbolism. Moving on. Oh shit! I said it again. You can either see two minutes of Princess Celestia tear shit up World of Cardboard style or 26 episodes of in-depth character arcs for a whole season a la Amending Fences. Pick one. You know what? I am going to have to take Celestia throwing down uh, just because we've, we've got some nice arcs and it's happened. That's the real point is just the fact that you can say, oh, like Amending Fences. We've gotten episodes like that. We've gotten these really nice deep arcs and other such. A whole season of that would be lovely, but it would be a case of of a feast of a dessert that I've already enjoyed. But the rare delicacy of Celestia actually proving why she was able to maintain Equestria for a thousand years unopposed. Yeah, I'm going with that. Well, well that proof. Hmm? I still want to know why she and Luna keep getting her their asses kicked at every it's, turn. Uh, it's called the Wharf Effect on TV Tropes. Oh my god, oh my god, that's wonderful. <laughs> yes, yes. That barrel had no honor. <laughs> <sighs> Alright. High five, cuddle, write strongly worded letter to 
Silver Spoon, Dinky Do, or Sunny Day slash Peachy Pie that are a package deal because they won't stop holding hooves. Oh, good old school foals. This looks like a, a G-rated fuck, Mary kill. Um, I'm going to high-five Dinky Do because she seems like she'd be down with that. She seems fun-loving. Uh, a strongly worded letter would have the best impact on Silver Spoon. You'd be most likely to get a, a, a similarly strongly worded reply with good writing. And uh, I'm sure that cuddling Sunny Days and Peachy Pie would go great. They seem like they'd love cuddling. Aw, okay. Mana Kitten, Dinky versus a Mare Wolf, or Berry Punch robs a casino. No, you can't pick all three. Ah, uh, yeah, this is um, this is a reference to three uh, possible fix on the boil that Patrick has been fiddling with. Out of all of these, my favorite would still be the Merewolf story, where where uh, where Dinky in in her headcanon is presented as a sort of Fox Mulder type character, a, a believer and a, a pursuer of the mysterious and the outrageous, the a hunter of mysteries in a adorable, childish sort of way, constantly cramped by the obsequious mothering of uh, of Derpy, who shows up embarrassingly with, like, muffins or a warm scarf. Or, <laughs> I made you all some ginger snaps! And just like, Mom, we're hunting a Sasquatch! <laughs> Investi she's investigating how the Tooth Fairy breaks in so easily. And she catches Derpy like with her hoof underneath her pillow, and she's like, Mom, you're obstructing justice! Yeah, that's pretty much the size of it. So I'm gonna go with the Merewolf. Alright. Now then. Is the derivative share requirement indexed according to cost and percentage analysis? I thought about this, and I'm pretty sure that this is actually a Rocco's Modern Life shout-out. So I'm just gonna, I'm gonna have to guess and uh, say yes? I, I didn't do that form. I didn't fill out that paperwork myself, but I'm, it sounds like yes. Do you kiss your mother with that mouth, young man? We live in different cities, so no. Shelby's cute face versus Piper's boopable nose versus the inevitab inevitable heat death of the universe. Who wins? Uh, these are adorable chihuahuas, and... Uh... The sheer adorableness of a well-kept chihuahua is enough to reverse entropy itself, so they win. All right. Then, which is worse? Writing a magnum opus that everyone's read, but misunderstands on the most fundamental level, or writing a magnum opus that nobody reads at all? Ah, that's a really tough call. Hmm... I'm going to have to say not read at all. There's always a chance that people might think better of it. There's, a, there's always a possibility as long as it's out there. But if it's, it's worse to be forgotten. All right. What is the worst song in My Little Pony Friendship is Magic? Huh. I got one. I'm going to suggest this might not be super popular, but I'm going to suggest the Pony Pokey just because it seemed lazy to me. Wait, that counted as a song? I thought that was just a little... It was quite a lengthy musical number. Actually, it was. Considering it was in an episode that had a lot of actually good music, I agree. Yeah, it's not that it was terrible, but it was just... It was so obvious, right? Like, they didn't they even had that sort of hokey-pokey thing going on. They, they could have done better. I've still got one worse. 
Oh. The Spike and Thorax song. Oh, yeah. I was going to suggest a CMC song, but it reminded you, Brad reminded me of that, actually. Yeah, I, 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 I wanted to rip my ears off so bad while I was listening to that. No, it's obviously, you gotta share, you gotta share. <laughs> it's the right uh, thing to do. Wow, well, there's share. God damn it. Moving on. Uh, Sorry. Most overrated. For that, I'm going to go with pretty much the entire songbook from the, the, the what is it even called? The Christmas Carol episode. Really? This is, this is, this is a pet peeve of, of Patches, and I'm, more and more as I think about it, I'm inclined it's such a missed opportunity to do something more unique and they just went with the most derivative whole Scrooge thing they, they practically didn't change it at all mm. and it was a chance to do some world building some real pony cultural stuff about uh, hearts warming right where they could have given it its own non-denominational sort of winter season thing they, they could have given us some pony culture and instead they just clumsily redid a christmas carol and everybody goes on and on about it. it's like oh luna sings and all this other stuff but like really the whole thing was just so lazy all right i agree then uh what is the most underrated song in mlp friendship is magic hmm That's a tough call, because it does seem as if all the ones that people enjoy have, um, you know, have, have gotten a lot of, of praise and attention and, uh, and other such like that. But considering that it's been a while since this sort of stuff has, has um, circulated just because it's been seasons and seasons, I still really like the Smile song. And uh, I remember singing that at BronyCon and other such. It's one that I think could do with a with a reprise or something. It was just great. Full ensemble uh, crescendo at the end and everything. It was really solid. All right. Uh, what is the best song from Generation 1? If I felt like um, cheating this one, I would say the My Little Pony theme song. The... <laughs> The one that is is still riffed on a quarter century later. Huh. Sorry. Yeah. I uh, I would like to put forth that the smooth song is the best song from G One. That is certainly a contender. It's uh, I, I riff on that. I mentioned the phrase "nothing can stop the smooth" in in history repeats. And um, for uh, for other obscure ones in that respect, there is also. Um, the the praise of the sun ironically enough the from the sun song by the flutter ponies uh, which, yeah, uh, yeah. is also which is also very catchy it has a nice sort of old school almost pagan or like maypole type feel to it all right uh the darkest moment in every pony gen and comics don't count go uh if we're talking uh taking all the generations together and then um Hmm. It's fun to say comics don't count. There, there's been some atrocities in the comics. Uh, in the way of the animated stuff, I'm probably going to say Applejack being turned into one of the Dark Dragon steeds in, in the very first Pony movie. It's right on camera. She's obviously shrieking in sort of body horror distress. Everybody watches her gets turned into a monster. There's, there's no indication that there's going to be any kind of, uh, of going back from this. 
And it's shortly after the same villain around there, he also mentions threatening to cut Spike's head off. So the whole thing has a huge amount of gravity great. to it. And oh, they constantly. didn't follow through? Damn. No. Well, yeah, the, the whole the whole moment, it, it, for being so early in the series, having the stakes be that high is is really chilling. It's the sort of thing where you wouldn't have expected something aimed at little girls to, to go that way, especially not back in the sort of late 80s. Uh, well, maybe too. I mean, the, the, well, wasn't subtle. Well, I don't know. I mean, the, late, the, the 80s were filled with, uh, like, ultra-high violence, you know, look at... Terminator and other things. Yeah, that's not a little girls. That's not no, 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 so no, much that's a little not, girls. That's not, I mean, that's not what I'm getting at. I mean, little girls can be like the Terminator, but... Um, no, that wasn't what I was getting at. What I was getting at was uh, uh, the 80s were really, really deeply into the witchcraft thing, and you can't not go dark with the idea of witchcraft. That's true, so I guess dark magic had to be super dark. That's true. You gotta, you gotta be, you gotta make sure. But uh, yeah, that would be that would be one there. A lot of the G one stuff is surprisingly dark. The the other one would uh, would probably also harken back to G one would be uh, Katrina, the drug addicted cat wizard. Uh, <laughs> oh, Katrina! I forgot uh, she existed. Yeah, who who had been using literal slaves in a in her her meth lab to make witch weed potion, which was a a power enhancer. Attempting oh, to of her because she was to, sexual. She was very throw, sexual. To throw ponies. She attempted to throw some ponies into a grinder to, like, literally be ground into mush. She just straight up tried to murder some ponies while she was high on witchweed. And it's just like, are we sure, sure, sure that this is for kids? <laughs> she fucks with the bushwillies hella, too, so. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, definitely. If she, if she messes up with the bushwillies. Stop! No bushwillies! No! Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my um, God. Pencil brought that back in this comic. Anyway, here is a picture of. Uh, yeah, if you read the if you read the oh, yeah. really popular oh, yeah. HIE comic by Pencil, um, he brought pencils. back the bush pencils. Pencils. Okay. Add the S at the end, otherwise it's me. It's pencils. Pencils. I think we're done with this question. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. All right. Pencil, pencils, Thanks, patches. So. Very, very quickly. Because we have hit over our halfway point. Hey, Pencil! Uh, okay, I got this. <gasps> Everybody needs to know that we are a podcast, and also we have a group on Fem Fiction, and we make money through Patreon. However, what you probably don't know is that the money from Patreon doesn't go to us. We don't drink it away like we should. Instead, we give the money to Red Wing's Horse Sanctuary. Red Wing Horse Sanctuary gives it to a horse named Big Mac, and it pays for his food. Every month we give him money, so if you give us money, he gets money too. We don't get any of it, because we're poor fucks. We don't have Patreons individually, except half of us do, but I don't, that's okay. And if you want to join the Fimfic group, I will give you a link for that too in the chat. If not, enjoy the rest of the podcast, you little sons of a bitches and fuckers. I hate you all at the end. Okay, and moving on more. to questions from Shakespeare, please. So, it's pretty well established that wing boners are a visible indication that a Pegasus is excited. How would you? How would someone be able to tell that you are excited? I post fic. Ooh. <laughs> all right. And now we have questions from Alex underscore, who first of all made you a nice little saddle soap opera emoji. Wow, very impressive. And that is obviously yours to do whatever you wish. So, what is your favorite soap? 
Uh, lately, I have been using a foaming hand cleanser that uses uh, coconut extract. It's uh, mild and smells nice. Very classy. Do you have any funny anecdotes? Oh, yeah, lots. Okay, so number three. <laughs> <laughs> Is it late enough in the year for Christmas songs? Or should I still feel dirty for listening to them out of season? Uh, yes. Uh, Canada actually celebrates Thanksgiving way back, weeks ago. So this whole bit about, oh, Thanksgiving first and then Christmas thing, it, it, there's no time like that. I feel if it's not December, and especially if there's not a nice coating of snow on the ground, uh, you're, you're pushing it. We, we don't want to get into a situation where it's not even been Halloween and everyone's just like, oh, season's greetings. <laughs> All right. And then to everyone, are there any Steam sale recommendations? I, I know Ooh. that they were offering lately a lot of, of discounts on The Witcher 3, and it is enormous thing for your buck. The game is like a million hour. It's, it's tons of fun and huge. I got one for 15 bucks. Uh, and it's a huge game, but Deus Ex Mankind Divided is like, like I said, is down to $15. It's a huge game. It's 53 gigs after it's done downloading, which they wanted me to clear out 74 gigs of my hard drive for. But, yeah, it's like on 80% off or something like that. And Wow. Yeah, just about everything else on my wish list is 50% off. So, yeah, it's cool shit. Uh, if you guys are interested in something indie game-wise, I really think you should support these guys. Uh, anything, literally anything that Wadget Eye does. Wedged Eye does the Blackwell series. I highly recommend it. I think there it is on sale right now. And if anything from uh, Wedged Eye is on sale, they're they're a really small game developer and they're really really cool people and they're very very nice and they're nice to me. So you should definitely go get a game from there. It's it's worth your time. It's point and click. It's very story immersive. Have fun. And then if you want a game that is highly customizable and unique to every single gameplay, that is very very pretty and a lot of fun, um, go ahead and check out Layers of Fear which is a really wonderful horror game that's about a struggling artist and has some wonderful DLC as well. Um, I actually did a playthrough of it over on the Screaming Closet on the Barcast YouTube channel, but now is not the time for plugging. Let's move on to questions now from that other... Oh, oh, one more recommendation. One more that I would make uh, is uh, Doki Doki Literature Club. If you are... Uh, the, the game is free. It's actually 100% free. And it is worth every penny, but... You need to read the warnings. I'm not going to get into any spoilers or get any more specific than that, but you need to understand that the warnings are not a joke. If you do that and you're down with that, it is a fantastic game. I just waved my arms in the air because we just got done airing a playthrough of that over on the Barcast channel as well. Hmm. I actually <laughs> swear really aggressively at a character in a computer game. I recommend that game. <laughs> okay, so moving also, on. Milk is also asleep and would like to suggest Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. So, mm. now we're going to questions from the other other guy, who starts by asking, how does this make you feel? Oh, a thematic apperception test. Um, confused about whether it's a person with a horn or, like, a pony with a flat face. Yes, the answer is yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. All right. And what is the worst OC you can come up with? I'm pretty sure that uh, nobody can do better slash worse than Chaos Gun. Anyone who Chaos Gun really and yeah. not Shadow Blade. Well, maybe if they like had a baby. Oh. 
All right. Now we're going to a question from Kamikaku. Kamikakushi. Kamikakushi. Yes. Kamikakushi. If you could punch one character in MLP, why would it be Applejack? And explain in three or four sentences everything she did to deserve it. Spelling will be graded. Hmm. Funny way to spell Spike. Well, in brief, I would say, uh, one, she's tough enough to take it. Uh, two, she's dispositionally inclined to be on board with a scuffle. Uh, three, she can be really, really stubborn, conservative, and pig-headed at times, and it's, it's caused trouble on occasion. I, I think sometimes some of her plot lines could have been resolved with a boop and a snoot, as opposed to a lengthy and complicated argument. Alright. No, I don't know if I spelled that right. Although I, th I think it's S-Y-M-B-O-L-I-S-M. Symbolism, correct. Symbolism. Frankie. Now a question from Uwe Toll. What did the most shit person you ever meet do to deserve this title? Uh, frankly, I think I'm probably going to pass on this one mainly because the worst people I can think of, there's, there's stuff that led to court and things. I'm just not even going to get into it. Moving on! In all nations in time, who is the best president or prime minister elected to top politician guy, politician guy in history? Moving on! Uh, question yeah. from Bogostam. Well, are we talking about, like, prime rib? Because the answer is yeah. That is the best non-political answer we can come up with. Moving on. Mobile Sam has a question. How do you feel about potatoes? I'm in favor of them. Good answer. Now, oh my god. Uh, we have questions from Cyberface on GOTDM. Are you ready for it, Priest? No, I'm not, but I'll do you my best. To, Hold uh, on. <clears throat> Holy shit! Sorry. Did you say Oshi Pony? Yes. Oshi. 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 I heard Oshi. I did too. <laughs> Questions for the okay? guests. I'm only a little lightheaded. If, so, if he pronounced anything wrong, he's got to start over. <sighs> Would you think... Uh, I think I might have to go back to that whole uh, has I anyone ever been so far as to... Yes, I've got you, fam. Do you not know what that is? Would would I thing pone? Do you know what a thing pone is? No, is is this like where people keep ponifying like pizza nope. and No, okay, what what's a thing pone? Uh check our little Discord chat. Uh Oh, okay, so like like the the thing from another world. Yes. Would, you, would what's your I penis? What's your penis? Would I would I pone? Would you? Would you with your penis? Would you think pwn? Uh, no. <laughs> okay. I, I, I have to consider. I have to consider the smell. Number two. <laughs> That's the first time anyone's ever cited the smell as a reason not to get with thing pwn. Okay. Uh, which two scenarios would you rather have to be in? 
if you were in the world of My Little Pony Friendship is Magic. A, in a fight between your evil self protecting Equestrian and then gets sent back to Earth and awakening from a three-year coma after defeating your evil self. Or B, travel to different dimensions of the multiverses of MLP while trying to find a way to get home while making allies, friends, and possibly love. There's more. C, oh my Jesus. Explore Equestria and the other reason, regions in search of legendary artifacts, weapons, etc. D, be able to break the fourth wall without causing a rift in the space-time continuum only because you are trying to be friends with best pony or ponies after you fucked up big time. Uh, I think I think I'd probably go with B and C. They seem they seem the least sort of uh, awkward. I feel that. Number three. Do you know what an object pony is? If so, what four objects would you ponify and or griffinify? Okay, so is this the bit where, where folks are personifying or ponifying inanimate objects? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I've seen uh, AK-47s, Comcast. <laughs> Gak, 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 let's, let's, Nickelodeon let's, Gak. Let's be true. Well, we have... Let's be clear about one thing. There is no reason to do four of these or two kinds of anything or three. Let's keep it simple. What one thing? The answer can be what one thing for all of these. So what okay. one thing? Okay, I, I would say uh, silly putty because we already had Gak and it seems unfair. We balance things out. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. Um, number four. What kind of two foods and drinks would you turn into what a sapient? What... what kind of food? We're doing one. None of this two or three shit. What kind of food would you turn into a sapient Equestria species, and what species? Ah, pork butt as an Earth pony. Actual feelings for this pony now. Thank you for that. Is she, is she like part pig? No! Pork butt. So precious, so steamy and soft. Sitting there and snorting. The sweet barbecue texture. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on from dim sum. Moving on. Number five. If you were to be in a version of Equestria that was a crossover with a video game, what two games would they be? Hmm. Crossover with a. Video... Wait. So it's a crossover with two video games, or or is this another one video where he's game. asking? Video game. Video game. We're not doing multiples, we're just doing one. Hmm. I'm going to go with, uh, let's see a Telltale. Let's see Telltale Equestria. Their, their games are all in the same format. Yeah. Let's, let's like see that. a Telltale Pony game. I'd love that. I'd love that. Cyber has one more question. Uh, what would happen if Friendship is Magic actually has a human in the next season? I mean, what would the scenario be for a kid-friendly show for human or humans to be an equestrian? I think somebody's phone keeps correcting the word equestria. Uh, right off the bat, I'd say they'd probably go with the Megan style. That is sort of the, the briefly interact with a pwn who comes across somehow and then gets dragged in or pulled through a magic book or the, you know, the usual sort of way they've done, maybe even by the mirror type thing. It's, uh, it seems like the, the obvious sort of, you know, kitty adventure type thing. All right, now we have questions from Random E284, who starts by saying, Hi, Boop. 
I hope Ow. you enjoyed the cast so far. Is there any MLP comic you've wanted to see but doesn't exist yet? Uh, Luna and Celestia's actual origins. Even their diary starts in their full hood. We don't know who their parents were, what their family was like, or where they come from. They came from Krypton. Yes. All right. Who is best book pony? Oh, well, Twilight. She's the book pony. So, yeah. Be sure to refresh, Priest, okay? Okay. Am I missing things? I just want to make sure, because we, we had somebody update a question, and I want to make sure that... Okay. Uh, best something, question mark. Hmm. What is the best something? No, I, I'm not really... No, no, I'm going to decline. I'm not in the mood to, to best something right now. I, 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 But not now. All right. Which episode of MLP do you hate that most others like? And which episode do you like that most others hate? I'm not sure if there's one that I like that others don't. Uh, you know, I, I, most of my tastes are, are pretty solid, but I gotta tell you, I have no time for bats. I, I thought the whole ecological message was extremely muddled, Applejack a totally short shrift, and basically everyone just got blindsided by Flutterbat and decided to give the episode a pass. Uh, but it was really clumsy writing. Like, it, it, I was not a fan. The moral of the story was no genetic modification. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> the, the, the moral of the story came out to screw Applejack, basically. Hey, I can get behind that message. And behind her, apparently. That's what happens when you don't learn anything. So, you know, whatever. I didn't learn anything. <laughs> so, Applejack should have taken Flutter Bat to the back of the shit with the shotgun. You're a man now, Cody. Um... <laughs> Why, Carl? Why? Carl! Anyway, <laughs> fucking anyway. Alright, next question. Um, in your opinion, which character is the worst and why? I think we are. We were previously discussing, I think that's, it's the, Starlight gets, Glim Glam gets the, the vote there mainly just because uh, she's being given a position of prominence she hasn't earned. She's, she's sort of been shoehorned. In, and it's not as if there isn't a problem with new figures becoming popular, stuff like Cadence or other such that folks have really gotten to warm to. But they're peripheral. Starlight is being given main spotlight attention when she has neither learned her, le her lesson, uh, become a sort of sadder, wiser, tigger, and reformed, or otherwise made any real acknowledgement of what she's been doing wrong. Discord has made more progress and has actually gotten less attention. <laughs> I think at this point, she might have actually mind-controlled more ponies on screen than Discord has. Uh, I believe that, actually. You, you sort of make it sound like she has sleeper agents just waiting to be activated. <laughs> I would entirely put that within her character at the moment. To, to plant triggers in characters to avoid arguments. It's, she totally would. Yeah. Alright. Um, which character do you find the most relatable? I'd say, as I mentioned before, between Twilight and Rarity is is uh, Twilight's tendency to overthink and towards anxiety is very familiar to sort of wrap, her, wrap herself into a froth uh, over um, anticipation, right? As soon as something is looming, she'll, she'll work herself into a tizzy. And uh, with Rarity, it's the sort of stress of creativity. 
you know, I know that, that Lauren Faust has mentioned about a lot of rarity stuff is was sort of personally inspired from being a creative individual or having clients or other such like that. And um, yeah, like I relate to how difficult it can be to enjoy something like writing sometimes. You know, you sort of wish that you had a hobby that was less like opening a vein and letting things fill. <laughs> but at the same time, I would never trade it. So here we are. All right. A fuck, Mary kill scenario between seasons three, season seven, and season five of the show. Uh, kill three, Mary five. Fair enough. Um. Oh, Jesus Christ! Another screamer. Hold on. <laughs> Feel the music. Feel the music. Oh my God. Music be good. You know, oh you know Priest. One of these days, somebody's gonna call the paddy wagon on you. I don't. I don't see a question mark. So I guess that's not a question. It's probably some weird form of metaphor, or perhaps symbolism. Symbolism. All right. Compliment everyone on the barcast right now, even Enigma, LOL, JK, because Enigma sucks. But, uh, love you, Enigma, though, kind of, but not really. Mm. Okay. Wow, that is a giant friggin' list. Of questions? Yeah, coming up next here. Yeah. That's why I said refresh, because it was longer, believe me. Alright, I refreshed. Here we go. But what about compliments? <laughs> Pencil wants her a compliment. Compliment, bitch. I think I think we can make it. Oh, am I? Compliment, oh. bitch. Oh, oh, okay. So it was. It, I thought it was. Uh, all right. So it's written in the imperative. Yes. For for internet podcasters, y'all seem real articulate. That's that's funny, because I'm the least articulate on here. This is a Zootopia uh, shout out. Come on. Thank you. Our trick or sieve. Good. Okay. You can do better. Don't, don't, don't mind Enigma. He occasionally tries to speak, and we have to remind him that he's still learning. He's like the sloth in the DMV. Do we have a ball? Would he like to bounce it? I would like a I would like a three musketeers bar, please. Four. Am I dead inside now has questions. Who says question number one for saddle alone? What are you fucking gay? Nope. Alright. And this time is for everybody. Um yes, because that's what we do. That's our job. This is how it works. Why does everyone hate Starlight? And I think we covered that. Rewind. Long. Rewind, bro. That's been covered. Um, how often do you think episodes like episode 100 would have to be for them to get stale? The brony references that are, that is, uh, it practically got stale within episode. It was a very daring thing for them to do. I'm not sure they can repeat it. I don't like not, not, either. not the same way. I, I would much rather the shadows to be more subtle and pervasive. The kind of thing, like the way that I would, I would want to see this go is basically like Sherlock, the, the BBC show where you could have never read Sherlock Holmes and you could still follow the show, understand the show, have a great time. 
But if you've read all the Conan Doyle stuff and you're sort of familiar with the kind of fandom of Sherlock Holmes and everything, there's all these subtle little nods that add a kind of extra layer of genius bonus uh, to what's going on. But they're not necessary. And that's what I'd say would be the thing is that episode 100 was almost nonsense if you're not a brony. And yes. that was it was a bit of a risk for them to do something like that. And it's not something they should repeat. It was it was a nice little gesture to sort of acknowledge our existence. But no, we're done. <laughs> All right. Uh, now then, uh, how were your Thanksgiving? I only celebrated the one. Uh, the Canadian one, it was a long time back there already, therefore, but it was good. We had bird. Yay. You had, um, pro you had protein drenched in maple syrup. No, yes. you know what? Maple syrup! What? I'm sorry, I'm done. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's okay. It's okay. You, you do, whoever, put maple syrup on breakfast sausages because they're poisonous. <laughs> what? The problem is he's going to believe you. That's what hurts me. He, he should. Enigma. We're going to have yes. a little talk about the idea of you defacing poutine. Next time I see you, I'm going to sit you down and I'm going to force feed you poutine until you vomit. That way you never eat it so I can have it. All the poutine that you'll never eat, I'm going to eat it. And if you put so, maple syrup on saw, my poutine, I will fucking kill you. I saw so the movie version of this when they called it Seven. So instead, so instead of putting maple syrup on the poutine, I should instead put mayonnaise, huh? Is that what you're saying? Moving on. <laughs> Moving on before Pencil actually kills Enigma. Um, which pony would you want to become if you were forced to be one? I have an OC. I'd go with that one. A purple unicorn. What is the weirdest noise you can all make? What that you can make? <laughs> and that is now everyone's ringtones until next week. Yay! <laughs> Um, Wait, maybe I can try better. Hold on. I thought you were gonna start doing the fucking Doctor Who theme song. I thought I thought he was gonna do the fucking uh, the original Star Trek theme. Wow, fascinating. Did you know that the original Star Trek theme actually has lyrics? You should look them up sometime. Yes, they're, yes. they're spectacular. Oh, I saw spectacular just the, the very opening begins with Beyond the Starlight. <laughs> it, it just, oh, it gets worse and worse and worse. All right. Why is Starlight basically Twilight 2.0? Well, the magical aptitude, the stripy mane, and other such like that, you, you can see the parallels. I'd say why uh, is because of the top secret Cantor Lauder magical breeding program to produce a super unicorn, sort of Kwisatz Haderach style. Because between Sunset Shimmer, Starlight Glimmer, Twilight Sparkle, and and, uh, and other such, and then you see all the recolors around, it's pretty obvious that stripy mane, you know, night and light themed name and high magical power is common enough that there's a sort of boys from Brazil biz going on. So... The princess has just held on to a vial of Star Wars sperm and have been like injecting it in mares over the decades. It's, it's interesting. It's interesting you went there. I was picturing more the kind of cloning vets thing, but you know, whatever gets you through the night. Enigma's a little special sometimes. A little? A little. Only a little? sometimes? You sure? I'm being nice. I guess. 
together. That's not what we do here. Get with the fucking program. I know Thanksgiving was yesterday. <laughs> we can do this. No excuse. We are done with Thanksgiving, and now it's back to being mean to Enigma. Enigma, guess what? You guys were nice to me yesterday? You guys didn't even interact with me yesterday. <laughs> we said happy birthday the other day. My birthday was not yesterday. Hey, hey, Enigma. That's why we were nice to you. Enigma, you even got a special shill se- section on mug shots. You can't say we're never nice to you. Reese, when did you sing me happy birthday? You did not sing me happy birthday. I said happy birthday. All right, no. no, no, here we go, here we go. Enigma. No. What? This is your birthday song. It isn't very long. Excellent. We're done now. We can Where get through going? this. We can get through this list. I know we can. Oh, we're 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 doing. We really have plenty of time. Um, what characters do you think are the most useless, uh, not counting Celestia and obviously not Starlight? Oh, low blow. Sadly, I think that Applejack is still underused in that sense. Like they, they're not they're not making use of her in that sort of sense. I think only recently has she developed the kind of voice of wisdom, like the, the kind of uh, down home common sense. Right, a stabilizing influence. And with high wire, you know, sort of crazy characters that you got going on with Pinky being wild and, and Twilight being anxious and Starlight flying off the handle and all this other stuff, she's found her position as a sort of grounding, like a lightning rod to sort of settle some of that. So that's helping. But she's still, even in the movie, very, very underused. So I guess in that sense, that's making her pretty useless, sadly. Fair enough. And then to the bar cast, why are you all so fucking racist? I don't know, guys. Why are you? Because I wasn't there. I wasn't there to tell you all you're terrible people to shut the fuck up like the little bitches you are. That's why. I wasn't there to put you all in your place. Y'all need Jesus or a vagina or some shit. I don't know. (laughs) I could use some vagina. Did you say Jesus with a vagina? What was that? Oh my god, is Jesus a trap? Yes, obviously. God <laughs> reverse, a reverse trap? Yes. God is both male and female. Oh. And, your, and, and your co-pilot. Okay, oh, like so. That. Sorry, YouTube, please remonetize us. Going on next. Um, <laughs> let's see. Uh, what would you want to cross over with My Little Pony? Gravity Falls. Oh, yes! Oh. Pencil, didn't you do something similar already? I just, I just wrote a story called Celeste Bell of Ethabel, so I understand. Man, that, that rave music is amazing. The the, the unicorn rave music. Yeah. Yeah, it's... <laughs> yeah, it's really... There's, there's like a 10-hour version on YouTube, and it's just, you can listen to the whole thing. It's great. I mean, you can just imagine, you can just imagine Seuss walking around, and he's like, ha! Oh. Dudes, I'm totally gonna boop their noses. <laughs> well, yeah, and and Mabel, Mabel, just overloading, just overloading. <laughs> Onward, Aoshima. Like the obvious thing to go to is Mabel, and you went to Seuss. It was is Mabel and Pinky would endanger all of all of reality. Stan, <laughs> Uncle Stan, Grunkle Stan would be selling random bullshit. It's like, oh, this is re- yeah, ramen noodles. He'd be selling is like, oh, this is rare human cuisine. Either that, or he'd be sitting on a porch drinking moonshine with Granny Smith while they both complain. Just, just complain. I, no, <laughs> not Granny. Or they bang. Or they bang. 
Crank it. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes, yes. Crank it. And that being said, I would love to see Dipper and Twilight get into science together for like hours. <laughs> science! Alright. Mm. Moving on. Why can't we have Sunset Shimmer in the actual show? Well, presumably because the obvious romantic tension that would overflow with Twilight would push them out of a TVE rating. Ooh. Alright. How she's obviously longer? she's holding out for a threesome with with Psy Twy and regular Twy. I I can see that. Yeah. Prove this as well. How much longer do you think My Little Pony Generation Four can go on for? The amount of content that they are making for it still. I would imagine them rounding it out to an even ten seasons, perhaps. I'm not sure though. It really does depend on where they go. Whether they think it's it's become stale. I don't want them to end up like the zombie Simpsons. You know, I want I, I want it just to to go out on a high note. I feel that. Um, yeah. Do you think the MLP movie characters will get cameos in the actual show? I don't know if licensing is a concern and voicing is the other problem because these are some real high grade celebrity for a lot of them. So that's also a concern. You, you see that with Steven Universe, where some of the unusual fusion characters are voiced by major musicians, and they don't appear very often because of that. Yeah, so, the, the... I guess would be they might try, but licensing and price is a serious concern. They might do like a mash thing in the story where Twilight gets a letter, she reads it out loud to the maid six, and the letter says that uh, Tempest died in a carriage accident on her way to Korea. <laughs> they don't. They don't tell the voice cast. They get a natural reaction. Yeah. I just realized something. What's it? Famous is. Oh, oh my god. No way, dudes! No way, dudes. Your fucking father doesn't... Yeah. Sorry. Did we establish this already that I'm a combination of Seuss and Toby? <laughs> Phenomenal. Oh okay. we're, almost, we're almost there. Okay. Sorry. We can do this. Um, How do you think the Equestria Girls main seven would react to Equestria if they went through the portal? Ah, Pinky would be fine. I'm not 100% convinced that there even is more than one Pinky. Uh, Rarity would adapt as soon as she met the other Rarity. Discussion about fancy clothes or the such like that would stabilize her. Uh, Fluttershy would probably panic. Uh, Applejack would probably enjoy being a horse. And uh, Rainbow Dash would just, would just fly everywhere. I can see that. Uh, please, please refresh. All right, I will refresh. Honestly, I'd, if Twilight was fumbling around with a computer and fingers and shit in the first five minutes <clears throat> of the Equestria Girls movie, can you imagine how bad it would be for the human versions of them to come into Horseland and them falling all over, all over oh, themselves? Be, they total, don't know how to use toes. They'd be total cripples. Yeah, they'd, they'd, also, to... yeah. they'd also be self-conscious about their nudity. <laughs> oh god, that'd be hilarious. And about pooping in public. Moving on! <laughs> Designated shooting street. <laughs> All right. Oh my god. Oh, I miss one. Will you ever write a <laughs> Pony on Earth fic? Well, if you read History Repeats, there is actually a very small amount of Pony on Earth content there if you, uh, if you read through the thing. There's just a tiny bit. All right. What is your opinion of the Season 8 uh, animatic? For anyone who's watched it already. 
I have not. All right. I didn't. I didn't know there was. Uh, quick uh, maintenance um, housekeeping question: How often will Alex, the intern, be here? Um, with all love and respect, probably not very often. Alex is not a part of the main cast, so uh, last week was a fluke, and don't expect it to become super regular. We, yeah, no, Alex the main six run yeah. this cast, and the main six will keep this cast. So yeah, Alex, Alex is, is my little here. little toy. Because <laughs> like. Yeah, no, you can you can find Alex every week on Wednesdays on Mugshots. Correct. Very, very kind to him and lets him talk and everything like the rest of us. You guys are like those those uh, reporters on news. It's like, huh, we're not going to let the janitor have airtime. <laughs> and turning, he gets me coffee. Pat, pat, pat. And he does it with a smile and genuine joy in his heart. Hint, and hint, wink, wink, Enigma, get your act together. But we have a guest here, so moving on. Uh, why do you think Lyra sat like a human in the one episode? Do you think it's animated laziness? And can you come up with a reason why it fits in the lore? Where? Oh, is this off of the, the chat question? No, this is the last one from Am I Dead Inside. Oh, there it is. Okay, yeah. Uh, Well, the general consensus seems to be that she's fascinated in humans and is a bit of a cuckoo lander and um i am generally on board with that I, I get the impression that secret agent bonbon deliberately chose to pair herself with someone who was out of their freaking mind uh, as a cover so she would seem to be the stable and boring one coping with how eccentric lyra is yeah speaking of secret agent bonbon why the fuck why did she do nothing during the movie because yeah. she was dead sorry done <laughs> Hashtag dead. <laughs> oh, we made it. We made it. RB RB dash forty seven says by the power of gray school, and then, oh Jesus Christ, what have you done? Um, we have a question from Caillou. Callaloo. I'm gonna Caillou. call it Callaloo because it makes it angry. You are a four year old boy that is told by six drunk people that he is going to be killed by something called cancer. After this, the six drunkards laugh at you and your morbid future. How does this make you feel? <laughs> is this, is this some, some bizarre mini fanfic about Caillou? Wow. No, this is last week on the fucking podcast. Yes, it was. Yeah, last week we established that Caillou has cancer. And you guys had trouble are saying you, his name. Hold on. Are you, are, you telling me, are you telling me that Caillou is not about a kid with cancer? <laughs> uh, did we also say that he's a skinhead? No. Done. No. Cut it I out. don't think so. That yeah, is a fucking nuff. Cutting it out. Remembered. Then Cut. the other other guy responds to Caillou by saying that go back to the hospital where you belong. So now then, that is all the questions that we had in the thread. Of course, we have, 15, we have 15 minutes, so um, that means we have the option of doing something we haven't done in a long ass time, you guys. Huh, it is ultimately yeah. up to our guest, but Pencil, go ahead and present our options. And of course, we can field questions from Twitch. We can, we can try to do Twitch chat questions, or we can do something that we uh haven't done for a long time. We do a full round of Never Have I Ever. Ooh. I think I, I've actually played that before, but I'm curious about the other questions. I wouldn't want people to have their stuff out onto the 
and then have oh, oh no 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 literally we just say hey give us questions now and we let people ask oh, questions no, on the fly no I, I, there may be other ones that i'd be i'd be happy to add answering and all that and I've, I've played i've played never have i ever before so uh the it's chat right. apparently is screaming so never have i ever just so you know no it says like fuck yeah never have i ever never have i ever do it do it do it do it do it do it literally we all want it well we're not supposed to be discussing our real lives right is the thing it seems a little confusing to try that it, it, the rules are more the rules are more no I mean, self-incriminating stuff at the end of the day it's like never have I ever clopped to blank shit like that at the end of the day, it seems like you're uncomfortable with it, so we can we can we can do an open call on on questions in the chat. By all means, let's hear it. Chat question now. Give it twenty seconds. Questions now. It takes a couple seconds for it to come across. Patches says that you are a liar, apparently. Just so you know, we're waiting for more questions. Everybody, ask questions, or else I have to gut you with my fingernails. Anyway. You know, when I hear you saying that you're going to gut people, I realize that you really are the embodiment of Tracy. Uh, Mobile Sam asks, potato? Uh, no, thank you. Why? Well, I just ate before the, the chat got going. I had some, I had some skitty. Skitty. Oh, God. Me, which I will ask, answer for, uh, how is the Barcast dating sim going? Uh, it is, I haven't touched it because I have real things to deal with in my life. Sorry, honey. Um, question for our guest. Why are you so handsome and debonair? What, is that to me this time? Yes. So handsome and debonair. It's a combination of uh, age, education, and the indescribable yeah, charm charm <laughs> of being a fan fiction writer about a children's cartoon show if that's if that's the case then where's my charm you've never had yeah, it. uh, it's, it's a good question actually mm. it's to cross uh, the bridge from compton <laughs> in the other direction run. hug or run changelings uh, run because hug would not end well, but they, they, uh, they, they deserve some more props for their old style thing. Their, their new, like, um, trapper keeper day glow eye rape, uh, look now. I'm, I'm not really a fan, although it's neat that chrysalis apparently was always bad. <laughs> I mean, skittle puke, but yeah, I think we all. <laughs> I think we all universally applauded her when she slapped Starlight's hoof out of the way. Definitely. Yeah. Same question about bat ponies. Uh, yeah, fair enough. I suppose they could do with a hug. Wouldn't, wouldn't you need, like, a rabies shot before hugging them first, though? Well, it depends on if you let them bite you, but I mean, if you're going to approach bat ponies, I imagine they'd be restrained in one of those, like, Hannibal <laughs> You can't just let them walking around all over the place like people. Uh, question for the other, other, from the other, other guy. Why are Enigma's luscious lips so sexy? Obviously, you've never seen Enigma in person. They're currently covered in Dorito dust. In my mustache. Uh, actually disgusting. Okay. Patches uh, <laughs> wants to know, where did I put my wallet? <clears throat> uh, uh, no comment. Oh. Uh, oh, dude. 
General Hanouish says, what is the square root of negative one? Uh, my brain hurts. Do you think chrysalis should be reformed? Uh, no. Actually, the, the, the constant effort to reform absolutely everybody um, is kind of frustrating. It's, it's, it was nice to see them actually just plain defeat uh, a clearly psychotic and, and out-of-his-mind creature like Sombra, who was so heavily cursed and imprisoned and everything that he couldn't even be reasoned with. He spoke barely even any complete sentences. What are you supposed to do about a monster like that? Um, Run at him? Yeah, they, it, it's nice that they make the effort, but it's also nice that they do make it clear that every now and then uh, either villains don't want to or, you know, flatly refuse to or are beyond reach or sometimes the kindest thing they can do is, is put a nightmare out of its misery. It doesn't always work out that way and it shouldn't be their first option, but it's um, it's unrealistic to suggest that, that you can save everyone. Although I should say that it is admirable many they've managed to say just you know you don't you don't want a hundred percent right like that it starts it starts to make conflict lose its teeth so what you're saying is that cadence should have taken sombra to the back of the shed with a shotgun jesus christ that's basically what they did you see him blow apart <laughs> all right um would it feel better or worse to put your penis in a toaster right as you orgasm how is that a that's obviously it would feel worse. Yeah, uh, that's, that's so, how would, yeah. That's how would so you know, pencil? You don't. Have, how would you know, pencil? You don't have a penis. That's why she doesn't. Now you know. That's how it happened. Jeez, <laughs> we're not supposed to talk about real life, guys. What kink is best kink? Uh, safe, sane, and consensual kink. Missionary for the sole purpose of procreation in the dark. Creepy. Um, what is the square root of French grammar times one half a carat equal? Uh, that sounds like it's getting into equestrian math, so I think that is plowed. plowed. Uh, why? Why is French a fake language? Ah, oh, this this is getting more into Autumn Wind's territory as the French Canadian in our in our our little bunch. Uh, I would probably suggest that um, how would I put this out here? It, it, it's probably something subtle when you get into that. There's probably some sort of fancy roundabout way you could start talking about truth and reality or whatever like that. But in the end, it would all just come down to symbolism. Oh yes, I had a simple line. I was waiting. Perfect. Thank you all. What flavor of Doritos? Hmm? Yeah, what kind of Dorito dust? What What are you eating? Dorito dust is your favorite. What? For me? Yeah. Uh, I like the Cool Ranch. Yeah, good choice. That's pretty solid. Have you tried the tacos made from Cool Ranch Doritos? Uh, no. Um, Taco Bell is pretty rare uh, around our neck of the woods. Wait, so have you only had Doritos from a Taco Bell? What? No, no, you can no, get them in the corner. Oh, sorry. No, but not the tacos made out of. Okay. Have you ever Ignore had the tacos me. made out of Doritos? Have you ever had the tacos made of Cool Ranch Doritos? Uh, no, I have Wow, is that actually an illustration of me on the barcast picture there? Yes, it is. 
Wow, that's great. That's very nice. It's all yours. I was oh, saying, Priest, have you, Priest, have you ever had the Cool Ranch Dorito Tacos? They're okay. Okay, just checking. All right. And uh, would you lick the Dorito dust off of Enigma's lips? That's not a question. Were, were you asking a question or were you answering a question? The, the whole would you kind of... Would you lick the Dorito dust off of Enigma's lips? Yeah. It's not, it's not Cool Ranch, by the way. Oh, then no. <laughs> the deciding factor. Is it Cool Ranch? No. Fuck it. Uh, what about, right. Have you ever seen the, they did those like videos of the they make Carolina Reaper Doritos like corn chips yes, and and yes. they, they sell them in they sell them in packages of one. Yes. Holy shit! Yeah, and there, you can see videos online of people attempting to eat these chips, and um, mm. they always seem so surprised. Like I don't know if you guys are trolling around YouTube a lot, but the 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 cooking guy binging with Babish. Yes. He did a he did a ghost pepper eat for for uh, for, for, for ALS or whatever it was for charity. Yeah. Him and his roommate, and yeah, they they both ended up so disoriented and and pained by this pepper. And it's just every time it's like, what what did you think was going to happen, guys? You know, like the the roommate seems so shocked at, at the slow burn, and then it got worse and worse. And he said something like, "It deceived me." <laughs> <laughs> I heavily considered trying to start something like that on Fimfic, but then I realized I'd probably just make a video of me being a fool myself, and no one else would want to record themselves. Well, yeah, it is, and it's not it's not that I'm laughing at, at how much trouble they have, because man, those peppers you're basically macing yourself <laughs> it's, it's horrific it's just like they're so surprised and it's just like what did you really think was gonna how did, how did you picture this playing out <laughs> so what you're saying is that some one of us should bring a bag of those peppers to babs and record it here honey sure. i can get them here don't worry i i'm not going to endorse bringing okay. carolina reapers or dragon's breath peppers or ghost peppers or any of these other abominations of science to anywhere but I if you do careful, yeah if you do it would be pretty hilarious actually Wait, what about make sure you get waivers what about those, uh, those dorito chips because... or whatever that come in a coffin but enigma yeah. but enigma have a ghost pepper Chili salts. So uh, you better be careful not put those in any of your drinks while you're here. Just, just. Mm. And the, did you put that in the pepperoni vodka? It was just, you know, Gross. an abomination. Drink. Anyway. Look, flavored vodka in general is an abomination. It's supposed to be drunk on its own rapidly. No, I took um, pepperonis and I soaked them in the vodka in order to make alcoholic pizza, which I do. And then I took the love for vodka and I forced Enigma to drink it. Yeah, Ooh. I was in her house. I was in her house no less than two minutes, and you already put that in my hand. Just now, you have to, and he did it like like an idiot. Anyway, we have one last question, and I think it's a very important. One. I think it's a great one to end on. What is symbolic of symbolism? Sorry, you cut out. What is symbolic of symbolism? What is symbolic of symbolism? Oh, um, drinking, at least today. Yeah. Because everybody drinks every time I mention symbolism. Yes, indeed. So, without further ado, that is, wow, I missed what I do. Um, 
that is our two-hour time slot. Um, Saddle Soap, thank you so much for coming on. Oh, it was a it was a real blast. Very very eye opening. Yes. Wonderful. And thank you to everyone who came out and watched and tuned in. Um, next week, uh, milk. Who do we have? Um, I got milk. I don't want to wake up. I have to look it up again. I, I don't remember. Okay, Alex. I'm... Who do we have next week? <laughs> Alex I know. I here. know right now. Alex is right here. He's watching what right now. Oh, like, I'm, in I'm the chat. Up. Yeah. Yeah, like Alex is always with us. Always. Always. In spirit. It's, uh... Spirits. Anyway. Well, yeah, so... no, it was, it was very nice to, to attend this event with all of y'all to answer these demented and occasionally monstrous questions. Hope I've been an entertaining guest. And uh, all of you who've been watching and listening, I appreciate your patience. Go read my fix. Wonderful. Uh, we have Justice3224 next week, who recently just got Equestrian Daily featured. So until next week, everyone, thank you for watching the Barcast. Uh, this has been a non-pen. Sublime. Uh, milk? Bye. Enigmatic Otaku. I should have bagged pepperoni vodka. Ravage. Pepperoni vodka. The wonderful Saddle Soap Opera. Pepperoni vodka, everyone. And my name is Flutter Priest. Have a wonderful weekend. Thank mm -hmm. you.